Oh shit, here we go again. What's up, ballers? Everybody out there, hope you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday. We got the OG crew in the booth this week, just me and Vinny. Jake is out trying all of the beers of the world with his wife and some friends. So we gave him the night off, and it's me and Vinny in the booth. Vinny, what's going on, brother? What's up, dude? Let's How's talk golf. How's oh, yeah. How's your day going, dude? Oh, dude, it's, it's been good. I had to drive all the way to, uh, to Galveston and back for no reason, uh, and I got to do it again tomorrow. So that's fun. But uh, the day's going well. Got a lot squared away in the house and uh, ready to just kind of relax this weekend. Nice. Love that. Yeah, a little nuggy trip you and I are going to take with the, uh, well, you're going with the wife. I'm going with someone unnamed um, for people that are listening to the show, maybe. And uh, our boy Adam, who resurfaced, didn't know he was still alive. Good to hear from him. He's coming with us and, <laughs> and two other friends. Uh, going down, we're going to play golf there. A little disappointed. I heard the course is in chit shape with like six temporary greens, but we'll make the best of it and uh, win some money and the white ball around a little bit. But let's not talk about that. Today, we're going to talk about the uh, Wyndham Championship first. Jim Herman getting his third win of his career last week, a little bit out of nowhere. I'd say definitely out of nowhere. Shot 61 on Saturday and 63 on Sunday to get the job done. Uh, I think with three holes left on Friday, he was like one shot outside the cut line. So crazy that he moved inside the cut and then shot uh, seven under on Sunday and nine under on Saturday to get the win over Siwoo Kim, who had a two-shot lead going into Sunday and did not play well. He finished uh, three back at 18 under. Herman, with that, moved from 192 to 54th and into the FedEx Cup playoffs this week, which was the largest uh, single tournament mover in the last event of the year ever on the uh, PGA Tour, which was pretty wild. Um, Benny, you and I picks did not do well. We missed the cut by one. I think Revy, he, he bogeyed the last hole? Yeah, uh, he double bogeyed the last hole. Oh, yikes. Yeah, with a, I think he missed a two-footer <laughs> to make double. That's hurt. So you, you missed the cut at two under. Uh, Brandon Todd did the same thing. He was like one over with five to play and needed to birdie three holes in a row. And I think he birdied two. He birdied 16, 17, did not birdie 18. So he, he missed the cut by one as well. So you and I tied. Uh, Jake had dirty Harry English, who took the lead last week for us. He has the five points. You and I split two points each. Uh, this was kind of the first time I'd ever paid attention to Wyndham. It's pretty pretty cool uh, event out there. I don't know if any of you got a chance to to watch any of the golf. Yeah, dude, I watched I watched a good amount of it uh, while we were getting kind of moved in, and uh, I like Sedgefield. I think it's a really cool Donnie Rouse design, and uh, for some reason, I still think that they could have made that course way more difficult than they chose to. I don't know if it's probably. Just because it's you know the week before the North, you know FedEx playoffs this year, not too sure, but I really do think that they probably could have done some some cool things with rough around the green, uh, and, and made that course a few shots harder, for sure. But you know I was happy to see some guys go, you know seven under nine under to really contend in yeah. a weekend like Jim Herman did, you know whatever it is one of the uh, he tied. The lowest Saturday Sunday score by a winner, like of all time. So I guess it was like one twenty four, right? Awesome. Yeah. No, I love the feel good stories. I love when these guys come out of nowhere. Uh, you know, he was like 
teaching professional at one of uh, Trump's golf courses. And I think Trump was like, dude, you got to get out there and play. And uh, he's won three times on tour. Uh, so, yeah, awesome to see him. Now he's got uh, status for the next two and a half years. So fun to to see those guys come out of the, nowhere. Although Horschel had a look on, on 18. And actually Herman had had about the same look from the same exact spot, about a 10-footer above the hole that uh, they both missed on opposite sides. But Horschel had a look to put it into the playoff. Uh, you know, he played really well. Kevin Kisner played very well. He shot three under, uh, or sorry, six under. He was three shots back, is what I meant to say, on Sunday. But, uh, you know, he played very solid, four rounds in the 60s. He is uh, well inside the FedEx Cup right now. He's at 40th place, so he's probably safe for the BMW, which is the second event after the Northern Trust this week. Um, and then old Webb Simpson, who's kind of been around the top of the leaderboard all year, finished T3 as well, uh, and is sitting at third place right now in the FedEx Cup standings. Um, also, I guess, shout out to Justin Thomas. He lo- he locked up another $2 million for winning the uh, Wyndham Top 10 Rewards, which is the guys that finished first through 10th in the FedEx Cup standings. Uh, second was Colin Morikawa, third Webb Simpson. Uh actually don't know who finished fourth because I can't find the list. Fifth was Sungjae, sixth Patrick Reed, uh, and so on and so forth. So good for those guys. Brendan, the Toddster moved down from from seventh to ninth, but still got in there. Uh, so those guys all got from two million down to I think it was a hundred thousand for tenth place. So awesome for those guys, uh, and they are very well in good shape to uh, win this year at the Tour Championship. I know that uh, normally I think it's four X points for the playoff events, but because of the shortened season, they've gone to 3X, so it should be a little bit tighter this year for all the guys, and it should make for some interesting golf uh, going to the the FedEx Cup playoffs. But, uh, yeah, all in all, great event. Really good field this year because, you know, there were a lot of guys uh, like Brooks, who is actually WD'd for this week in the playoffs, which we'll talk about in a minute, but a lot of guys like Brooks and Webb Simpson and those guys who I don't think would normally play in these events uh, but are just – and kind of jockeying for position in the FedEx Cup since it's a shortened season uh, and trying to make some extra money. So uh, I know we talked about a few guys this past week. We talked about Sergio was one of them. Would he get in? He made the cut, but did not play well enough on the weekend. So he will not be in the FedEx Cup playoffs this year. Uh, The other guy was Zach Johnson, who I think the whole group (laughs) said, hell no, he will not make it. He uh, finished T7th and moved up 25 spots from 129 to 104. So we will see Zach Johnson at least this week in the first event at the Northern Trust. And the other guy was Shane Lowry, who, same thing, he played, I think he made a par on 18, which got him top 25, which moved him up enough spots. He moved up nine spots from 131 to 122. So he will be playing this week at the Northern Trust. Um, Again, all in all, uh, a great event, uh, a fun field, and uh, like I said, it was kind of the first time I had I'd paid attention to the Sedgefield because it's normally one of those tournaments that's I'm not paying too much attention because I'm getting ready for the playoffs the next week. But uh, it was on; it was live sports, and uh, yeah, fun. That 18th hole is a is a monster. That's a par yeah. five for the uh, the pro or for the uh, members, and those guys were taking dead aim, especially Herman Horschel there at the end, which is pretty wild. Um, I really don't have too much more to say about Sedgefield and the Wyndham. Vinny, you got anything else there before we move over to the playoffs? I don't, man. I'm ready to talk playoff golf and uh, and get some picks in and kind of see how many big names are going to 
hold true to who they are starting this week. Love that. Yeah. So uh, we're moving on again. Congrats, Jim Herman. See you this week. To the Northern Trust, which is up in Boston at TPC Boston. Um, it's the first time the Northern Trust will be there now that they've gone to three playoff events from four a couple of years ago. Uh, they're rotating between, I think, Liberty National, which is uh, right across from uh, New York City and Manhattan. Yeah, Jersey City. Yep. And to uh, Also to TPC Boston. And then I think there's a third site as well, but I cannot remember what it is right now. But anyways, this year it is at TPC Boston. Par 71, uh, and has everybody playing that's uh, the who's who of golf except for Brooks Kapka. And Brooks, I'd like to talk about that for a second, was I, I knew he was injured at the PGA Championship. He was he did not look right, although he contended until Sunday. But he was on Friday or Saturday, he was getting stretched after every shot he hit. Um, Vinny, what's your level of concern with Brooks Kapka? Uh, you know, he's going to, he's get three weeks off now and, and then we're going into the first event of the wraparound season. But then the week after that is, uh, the U S open at, uh, at Wingfoot. What's your level of concern that Brooks may miss the, uh, U S open. I, I think it might be pretty high and, um, you know, we, we know he had the knee surgery normally, and I've had two in, you know, in my life, uh, from playing soccer and not normally an injury that you're going to be you know, being stretched out on, you know, on the course or like on a field trying to recover from. It's just, it's something that's there. You can't do much about it. Um, it's like, it's never going to get better or worse. It's just going to be sore kind of thing. Um, so I think that this is not a knee injury. This may be something new. And I think they're going to be pretty quiet about it until he says he's not playing the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, it's uh. Definitely interesting. I, I'm with you. I think that it's uh, more serious than we thought. Uh, you know, I know there was some <clears throat> some rumors out there that he needs to have surgery on it. He was waiting because he said, "Ah, oh, it's not really bothering me that much." But even you know something like that, where they go in for a minor cleanup, uh, he's going to be out for at least two months, which will put him out uh, for the U.S. Open and also puts the Masters in November at doubt as well. But will be interesting. It, it, it's a a good little side plot there that we need to pay attention to over the next couple of weeks to see what we hear from, from Brooks Kapka. But I, I agree with you, Vince. I think that his camp will be quiet until they really have to let us know uh, whether he's in or not. But, uh, you know, the, the, I think other than Brooks, the top 20 are in the world are, are playing this week. We've got a stacked field. Everybody you need is here. Tiger is here, uh, which I was for a little bit, I was kind of thinking he may just skip to the second event, but, you know, I think he wants to play right now because they're getting ready for the fall season and it gets him some some uh, some reps in. So power rankings for the Northern Trust this week up at TPC Boston. Terrell Hatton, 20th. Cantlay, 19th. Alex Noren, 18. Azmat, 17. Gary Woodland Creature, 16th. Roy McElroy, 15th. Daniel Berger, who's in great form, 14th. Adam Scott, 13th. Si Wu, 12th, coming off a, a nice... <laughs> A uh, little finish last week. He had played very well in the past at uh, uh, at Sedgefield. He had won there before. I think uh, he kind of coughed that weekend up, to be honest. I know we didn't talk about it, but I, thought, I thought we were going to see more from him down the stretch on a course that he's won on. But, hey, I'm happy he's getting some, some notice. He's a good putter. Oh, great putter. And how crazy was that he almost had two hole-in-ones in the same <laughs> event on Saturday? I know. Nuts. 
Wild, yeah. Uh, and he didn't even celebrate the first one. He celebrated more on the second one when it lipped out. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So he played well last week. He's 12th on the power rankings. Billy Horschel, who also played well, finished runner-up la- uh, last week, 11th. Uh, Xander Schauffele coming in at 10th. Patrick Reed, 9th. Tony Finau, 8th. Rambo, uh, still number one in the world, 7th. Jason Day, 6th. Webb Simpson, 5th. Uh, DJ, 4th. Morikawa third, JT second, and Bryson DeChambeau is first. So uh, not on that list is Tiger, Phil, Ricky, Jordan Spieth, Justin Rose, Tommy Fleetwood, a bunch of other notables. So uh, we got some great things. Tiger's group, uh, he's playing with Dylan Fratelli, and I cannot remember the fourth guy, he's, the third guy he's playing with tomorrow. They're teeing off at 7.38 Central Time, uh, so 8, 8.30 Eastern Time. That'll be on... Uh, PGA Plus, so go check that out. See the, see the GOAT out there playing. Uh, they're playing, like I said, for 1,500 FedEx Cup points this week instead of the normal 2,000 because of the shortened season. Um, so that'll help jockey a lot of people up. And they're trying to finish inside the top 70, which is good enough to get you into the BMW Championship, which is over in Chicago. Excuse me, dogs. Hey, quiet. In <laughs> Chicago next week. Uh, which is at a great golf course. So uh, let's go ahead and get into picks. Vinny, you and I finished uh, tied for last. I'll let you go ahead with the uh, first pick of the week. All right. I I think it's time to start burning some big names. Um, I feel like it's going to be a pretty popular pick amongst the big pool, but I think DJ is going to go out there and notoriously plays well at TPC Boston, Massachusetts. I think he's going he's gonna to contend to win this week. My pick is DJ. Talking about DJ... Yeah, great pick. Uh, he has finished uh, four top tens in the nine times he's played there with a T7 in 2018. So uh, great things we've seen from DJ there, and I think that's a good pick. Like you said, it's time to start burning some picks. I uh, did not realize he was number one on the power rankings this week, but I'm going with Big Beef, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, in both this pool and in uh, our overall big pick'em pool. Uh, he's not the defending champion because they played, I think, at Liberty last year. But he, uh, when they had the event at TPC Boston 2018, he did win there. So I guess kind of the defending champ. Uh, we'll see how he handles the course now as a little bit larger man. Uh, and coming off great form. You know, he played really well at the PGA Championship. I know he he, he didn't win it, but he had a chance on Sunday. Uh, and we'll see if he continues to to play well, which I think... You know, any one of these guys that's in the top 20, including a few others, you catch fire uh, maybe this week, it could ride you to that $10 million purse in, in two weeks at uh, at Eastlake. So a lot on the line. Uh, Jakey, who couldn't be here, phoned in his, his pick. He's going with uh, 13th on the list, Adam Scott, who uh, won here back in uh, 2003, which was the first time they ever played at TPC Boston. He's also got six top 10s and two other top 20s at the track. Um, and, uh, he, he shot T uh, 22 at the PGA championship. So I know a name that a lot of people, uh, haven't really been looking to the last couple months or weeks, but uh, a guy who's been playing well since the restart, I think he's only played two events because he's, he spent a lot of time over in Australia before coming back for quarantining before he played. So hasn't played as much, but has, has done well in the events he's played in. So interested to see how he does, um, I'd say that's an interesting pick from Jake. So we'll see what happens on the uh, overall scores, by the way. Uh, I have no idea what the score is. 
I know I'm way behind, but Jake will get <laughs> us the updated uh, points list and we'll put it on the post when we, we post, uh, I guess this will be Thursday morning. Uh, so everybody keep an eye out for that. Uh, Vince and Jake are in a tight heated race there for first place. So good luck to the two of them. Um, <clears throat> Vinny, how do you think JT is going to do this week? You know, he played, uh, he played well at, uh, at uh, the PGA championship. He played really well before that at Memorial. Um, he's got, he's got, he's got a win. He's the 2019 tour champion. What, you know, he's coming in at first place. So he's obviously in great form and more cow right behind him. What, uh, how do you think JT does this week? And do you think he, uh, he repeats as, uh, as tour champion? Yeah, I think he's got the best shot out of everybody right now. Um, obviously he's, he's a little ahead in points, but, um, he's gonna play great here. I think, um, bones is still on the bag. Um, and we could talk about that for a second if you want. So it sounds like he's he's retaining bones through uh, through the FedEx playoffs. Um, it's just smart, even though you know his former caddy is good to go. In right. as quoted by JT, which uh, doesn't you know air a lot of confidence. <laughs> but yeah, I think him sticking with bones is a is a huge play uh, going into some of these events that have been around for a while and courses that a lot of people have seen, especially bones. And um, I think that's just giving him the best opportunity to repeat. So, yeah, I think you're going to see a, a top 10 out of JT this week as well. And, uh, you know, go on from there. I love it. Yeah, I didn't actually see that. So thank you for bringing that up. I, um, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, I know him and Jimmy have been together forever, but uh, Ian Bones have been playing well uh, together as a, as a combination there. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad move to tell Jimmy, hey, listen, we'll reevaluate after the season's over in three weeks. Let's uh, let me just kind of keep riding the hot hand with with bones here. Um, Morikawa, you know, did not play last week, so he's coming off his PGA Championship win. He's coming in at second place in the FedEx Cup playoffs, um, and the first time he's been into the uh, FedEx Cup. Well, actually, he played in the uh, Northern Trust last year, and I believe he actually maybe got into the BMW, but. Was definitely not this high because he only played about four or five events. What uh, what's your take on Colin going into the playoffs, Vinny? Morikawa, I think yeah. he's I think he is just in the right place to uh, keep showing everybody what he's made of. He's he's just such a sound golfer. I can't see him being thrown off by this spectacle. I think he's just going to go out there and play each course the way it's intended to be, and he he's again going to shine with his irons. And he's going to score. I think, I mean, I'm just such a fan of him, dude. It's tough for me to say anything bad. I think he's probably the next greatest thing in golf. And uh, we should expect to see some really stellar performances. And if not, then you're, you know, you're going to say the same things about him that you're saying about Rory right now. Like, where the hell is he? What the fuck's going on? So uh, that's kind of how I feel about it, dude. I'm I'm just a big buyer and I want to see him do well every week. Yep, I agree. I I wouldn't be surprised if he won this week, and that brings up a good point is or a good question is, you think we'll see? I know there's only three events for the playoffs, but do you think we'll see somebody win two of these events? I don't think so. I think there's so many golfers playing well right now. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it's going to be a spread the wealth kind of playoffs. I I don't think you'll see Rory win one, but I wouldn't be surprised if John Rahm uh, got really hot within the next few weeks. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, 
So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about a few of these guys. So LT Gray's in the field. He's starting at 40th. So he is, uh, you know, safely inside the BMW, which is top 70 for the second event. Uh, but got a little work to do to get into the top 30 for the Tour Championship. What uh, what would you say his odds are right now of uh, getting into the Tour Championship with uh, with two events that he'll be able to play in? Uh, well, I guess I, I'm just I'm not biased to Tiger right now. I just I okay. don't think he's playing in That's a fair. group that he's gonna like thrive off of a birdie shootout. Yep. He's, I mean, he's playing with Dylan Fratelli and you know Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, I don't think he's ever been paired with two people, uh, you know, at least one who's not carrying some kind of stigma slash TV right. airtime. Uh, I mean, if anything, I think you, you're going to see these two guys play maybe poorly playing with Tiger. But, you know, he thrives off of that kind of shit. And if he can zone out and go on to his own little world, then I think you're going to see him play better this week than, uh, than you may see him play. Um, at the BMW, so uh, I'm praying, you know, he, for him to get hot as soon as possible. That's just me and Tiger. <laughs> yep, I agree. Okay. Um, all right, so Brooks is out this week, so we won't talk about him. I had him written down. Uh, Philly boy has got some work to do. What uh, What do you think his chances are of getting into the Tour Championship? I know he's 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 kind of back there. He's not in the top forty. Uh. I mean, he's played pretty well between, you know, the Barclays Classic, Barclays Northern Trust. I think he's only missed the cut out there once in the last 12 years or something like that. Um, if he's going to make up ground, he'll probably do it where he's comfortable. Uh, and yep. it's going to be this week. Like I yep. said, I think I think this course plays pretty well for a lot of guys. Um, and if some people are chasing or there's some people are, you know, pushing pushing the leaderboard. I think this is the week you're you're still going to see it. I think it's going to be a a more spread out field, probably a little higher scoring than than definitely the BMW. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because he's right there at the cut for the BMW right now. He's 67th coming into the week, uh, which is only um, like 20 18 points clear of 71st, which is Sepp Straker right now. So uh, he's definitely got to make the cut, and he's going to have to play well, I think, to get in. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens because, you know, just like last week, people were jockeying for position to get into the DJ, or to the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs. Now this week, everybody's jockeying to get into the top 70 where people like Harold Varner is on the looking out right now. He's on 73rd. Uh, Alex Noren's in 78th. Si Wu, who played well last week, moved up. From 121 to 82, but he's still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reeves out. Fowler is 18 spots out. So there's a lot of guys. Even Fleetwood, Fairway Jesus is 19 spots out. So a lot of guys that are going to need to play well early and and get themselves up into the. Uh, you know, they're all going to need to finish top 20, take advantage of those those three X points this week, and get themselves in there. Um, and definitely going to be uh, interesting to see. What happens there? Because, you know, you win this week, you're in great position to uh, win the Tour Championship in two weeks, especially since it's only three events. Mm-hmm. Um, Going to be interesting. I, I actually fancy Daniel Berger to win the uh, win the FedEx Cup playoffs this year. I don't know why. I just I think he's in a high end right now. That's my guy I'm, I'm riding with. Um, and I would have taken him this week if I had him, had him left, but I don't. Um, 
So, <laughs> so I, have, I have him. I'm sitting here looking at it, and I'm like, huh. Then you got to forget that Abraham answer came out, and, yeah. you know, with a solo second last year at this event, and he's not a name that we've we've spoken about a lot this year. Uh, obviously, you didn't see him for much of the fall events, and then uh, obviously now with the core back on, he hasn't he hasn't pushed a leaderboard yet. So I don't know where he stands, but if he's, he's 13, somebody, so he's up there. Oh. It's amazing. You don't even. It doesn't even feel like it. Yeah, he had four top tens. I think all in the fall, uh, or like before COVID started. And I think he had some. He had like a top, top, uh, top five finish. I think at the WGC in Mexico, and he he picked up some points early because he played in seventeen events this year. He made four top tens, um, and he's he's thirteen hundred points behind JT. But um, you know he amassed over a thousand points in those seventeen events. So he's. He has played very well. He was, he was hot in in the fall going into like January, February. We, you know, we were talking about him a lot of weeks. Um, oh yeah, I mean, through uh, between the end of October through the end of January, he finished outside of the top ten once. Right. So. Yep. Of what was played, about five five events. So. Yeah. So he yeah, he is definitely playing well. Uh, another guy who's playing well is Cameron Champ, who's moved himself up into the top twenty. Uh, which is safely inside the tour championship as of now. Um, and even Kevin Na, Sebastian Munoz, like guys that we haven't heard of in a while. Munoz is 16th. Lanto Griffin, who had a win in the fall, he's 12th. Right? He only has one. I think he says he only has one on oh, here because yeah. he, he won in Houston, Houston, I believe. Yeah. But he's got three top tens. He's in 12th place right now. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Some guys up there that like have not played well at all right now, and they're pretty firmly inside the top 30 right now we'll see uh what happens hovland actually up there as well i was trying to find matt wolf and there he is he's 34 so all three of the guys inside the top 35 the young guns we'll see uh, you know obviously colin has a, a large advantage right now but uh, what uh, what are you looking forward to the most this week in the uh, first uh playoff event Vince? oh i just i want to see some guys who are behind the eight ball come out and and, and post some really good rounds and like I said, and just shake up the leaderboard. That's, that's what I want. I want to see people straddling day by day on the cut line, uh, and knowing that every single shot matters, I mean, at least three times more <laughs> this week. Yep. And, uh, you know, obviously that, that makes for good golf. That makes for a good competitive environment. And at the same thing, like, that's all we can really wish for as spectators right now is, uh, it, you know, if you follow it that closely, uh, I think that's that's such an exciting piece to the playoffs that uh that you know you may not think about weekly you know until it's here so i love it for maybe me, see they, like a, a bo hostler he's in 121 a little bo hostler signing I, we <laughs> haven't seen bo hostler since he stepped you know into the pga tour i think he played since he lost for the ian Poulter weeks it, and that was it right yeah since he lost the ian Poulter in the playoff in houston like three years ago <laughs> uh justin rose wow he's 109 he's got some work to do um yeah all right so Brooks is out. He's not playing for the next three weeks because he, he is 97, so he's not in for the following week. Jordan Spieth, another guy, he's in 100th right now, right in front of my boy, Russell Henley. So will be interesting because not everybody can play next week, and uh, there is a cut for this event. The other two playoff events do not have a cut. They're trying to get in the top 70. If you miss the cut, you pretty much shot yourself in the foot, especially if you're outside the top 60, I'd say, uh, going into this week. Yeah, I'm hoping we see a great event. I'm hoping we... You know, we not only, like you said, Vince, see some of the top guns competing, but I'd like to see, you know, one of those guys that's like in 123rd 
right there, like on the cut to make it into the top 70, like with the top three that he needs or whatever. So uh, it, it makes for some interesting television. Uh, like I said, Tiger's on early tomorrow. Make sure everybody wakes up and watches him. Uh, and then watch the rest of the golf. It's going to be fun. People are out there fighting for that $10 million purse in two weeks at Eastlake and jockeying for the uh, position from 1 to 30th. Uh, obviously, the guy who starts in first place going into Eastlake starts 10 under and then second place 8 under and so on and so forth. Tapers off after that, which is, whether you agree with it or not, it, may, it gives everybody a chance to win. Uh, and it gets away from what they used to have where one guy can win the FedEx Cup championship or win win at east lake and not win the tour championship so we will see what happens uh Vinny, other any other notes on the uh the the northern trust before we uh we get out of here nah man i think i've said my piece i i'm just i'm so excited to see uh you know some guys push the envelope that, that really have to you know fight for their their careers and livelihood who you know haven't haven't played that great yet this year and uh you know we're gonna start forgetting about people who aren't up there um, yep. I, Rosie may as well have been playing, you know, in the Canadian tour this year. I'm not sure what he's been up to. God damn. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple guys like him. I mean, even Fleetwood, but some of that's because they just didn't play that much after the restart. But yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, there's some guys that got to fight. I mean, people that we normally see like well inside the top 20 that are way out there. Um, and even, you know, even Speeth, I guess, who has not been playing well the last couple of years and he missed the missed the FedEx cup last year. I think he was like 126 or 127. So I guess he's, he's played better this year, which there's no arguments with me there, but uh, yeah, I mean, interesting storylines for sure. We'll see what happens. All the best in the world teeing it up this week at the Northern trust of TPC Boston. So watch out for that. I hope that uh, you and I have a nice little like uh Mai Tai or something a little bit more manly Saturday at the pool, watching it uh at the nugget so looking forward to that we you and i will be out there hopefully we'll get some content maybe a little happy hourish video i did also want to um tell people that uh my tournament schedule has been set i today signed up for the usam four ball with richard buddy of ours it's at uh at the club we joined pine forest the qualifier here in houston or chambers bay which would be cool next year uh we've also locked down uh pinehurst i think as the Spot for our uh, twenty, what was that? 20, 2021 gentlemen's cup, be the fifth one. Back, I emailed the guy. Action. I think so. Yeah, we emailed the guy yesterday uh, today to get some pricing, and uh, see what happens. But it was uh, yeah, a lot of fun. We uh, so I have that on the horizon. We've got the Houston AM qualifier for me on the horizon. A bunch of other things, but uh, the most important thing is we have the Tour Championship on the horizon in two weeks. So if you guys all get a chance. And get out there and play some golf this weekend. Make sure it's early so you can watch the final rounds on on Saturday and Sunday and support all your guys, especially Tiger, because he's probably going to win. Um, and, uh, yeah, hit him straight. And if you can or aren't already, please follow us on uh, Instagram at the Breakfast Ball Pod, all one word. Or subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes or whatever you're listening to us. Please do that. Leave us a uh, positive comment or any comment. It helps move us up the rankings. And we really appreciate all the support we've had so far. We are into our second playoffs as a podcast. So excited for that. But uh, third season right around the corner. Vinny, take us home. All right, ballers. One more thing to add. PGA Tour 2K21 coming out this weekend. We're going to be doing some live streams, talking about golf throughout the week, talking about the events. Uh, we'll post it on Instagram every time we're live. Love for you guys to stop in. 
you know, let's, let's talk golf together and, uh, it's going to be great. So if you're going to play this weekend, play Saturday, don't forget to hit your breakfast ball, Northern trust final round this Sunday, watch DJ go out and get a dub. All right, ballers. Thanks again. We'll be talking oh, to you shit. after the Northern trust. Here we go again. <laughs>